Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show. With Restita and Robert. Your source for martial arts talk radio. Talk Radio with Rasita and Robert. I'm Rasita De Jesus, and I'm your host, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sifu Robert Deal. Sifu Bob, how you doing today? Good. You know, it's been really, really hot in Los Angeles, considering it's almost winter. It was like in the 90s today in the last couple days. Oh, wow. And then, so yesterday, and, you know, I know you don't have kids, but there are times when you just get screwed by your children. <laughs> Okay, what happened? Well, Bree texted me. I forget where I was. I was out. She texted me, and she says, can you take me to Universal Studios at 5 o'clock? I said, sure. Okay. How much is this going to cost me? Oh, all you've got to do is pay for dinner. 20 bucks. Okay, no problem. Well, I, I we actually get in the car at 4 o'clock. I give her $20. My wife uh-huh. comes home. All right. And she is complaining about taking her daughter out to lunch and her only eating five bites. And then she said, and this universal trip co- cost me $20. I went, what? Wow. <laughs> you, gave, you gave her 20 bucks? And she said, yeah. And, <laughs> I, gave her, and I gave her $20. And <laughs> I'm thinking, why wouldn't she tell me? Uh, and then she said, well, I, I plan on eating more than once. Now, this is within a five-hour period, and she had planned on having two meals, right? She's uh-huh. 16. She doesn't have that kind of appetite. She's a girl. So I got screwed, oh, and it wasn't fun. Oh, that's a load of bullshit. <laughs> that's a load of bullshit. <laughs> but it, it, it happens. You should accept that, that your kids are going to try to pull something over on you. And yeah, to all the parents, she did. Well, to all the parents out there, and actually all the children, if we have any children listening, if your parents ask you a question, because I, I jumped my daughter for lying to me. Uh-huh. If your parents ask you a question, be truthful with them, because they've got a 99% chance that they already know the answer. They're trying to get you to confess. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. My dad caught me so many times. So yeah, many and times. He knew the answer, but he knew the answer to what he was asking already before he asked it. That's right. That's Just to right. Catch and, you. Or to be yeah. proud of you and tell the truth. Yeah, yeah. And if they did catch you, and yeah, then, <laughs> then it made the it made the whooping that much worse. <laughs> yes, it did. So remember last week, I said something that that if it wasn't me, you may have taken offense to it when I said I saw a picture of you and you were kind of hot. 
So oh, my wife and I. Oh, that you picture from a long time ago, right? Yeah. From a long time ago. So my yeah. wife and I, because, because you know, she wasn't close because I was at the hospital. Because I knew we'd have a discussion about this. We always do. <laughs> and her answer, when I said, wow, you were kind of hot. And my wife's answer to that was, was, what am I now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's one of the uh, that's one of the uh, statements where women don't quite know how to take that. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yo, you, you were kind of hot back then. <laughs> <laughs> and in my case, I know I'd gained a little weight and uh, look a little older and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah, okay, whatever, you know. <laughs> but if you're married, they they just don't take it with the same kind of enthusiasm. <laughs> no, no, no. I would I would imagine no, they wouldn't. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, listeners out there, our phone number is three four seven six seven seven zero six nine nine. We are celebrating our second year on the air with Blog Talk Radio. Our actual anniversary date is November 11th, but that's the middle of the week. So we are celebrating today. So give us a call. Join in the fun. If you don't want to call in because you're afraid of long distance, Skype us. Go to the link that you that if you if you got to um, the show marquee through Facebook, click the link, and it'll take you to our Blog Talk Radio marquee on the Blog Talk Radio website, and right above the show marquee is a little blue S. That's for Skype, and if you have Skype, you get to call us for free. (laughs) Join the fun. We invite all of our previous guests over the past two years to call in and join the fun, Um, or even if you're a listener or a fan, just call in. We're just going to reminisce about past shows, um, discuss some other uh, subjects uh, that we discussed, during uh, during the forum shows and stuff like that. And if you call, press 1. That puts you in our caller queue. And we've already got the uh, notification that uh, a bunch of people are going to call in. So if we don't get your get to your call right away, please hang on. We'll get to your call. But speaking of calls, we do have a call that called in a little bit earlier. And I didn't want to interrupt you to take <laughs> to take the call. But we have... Area code 704. 704, you're on Dynamic Dojo. Who's this? Hey, this is Professor Pat McDaniel. Hey, how you doing, Professor, Professor McDaniel? How are you guys? Congratulations to you both. Thank you so uh, much, thank sir. You, sir. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. It's it's an honor to, ha- to have you join the party with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh, I remember when I was, when I was uh, on your show. I guess it was over a year ago, but it was uh, it was one of the best times that I've had in a long time, and I just really appreciate the time that you guys gave me and uh, the topics that we spoke about. I think were just so valuable to martial artists and families around the country and around the world, you know, in general. So I'm glad that you guys are doing what you're doing, and you know, just thanks for that and all that. You know, I've had some things happen between uh, that first time and now that uh, mm-hmm. kind of put me on another level. Uh, uh, I had a son to commit suicide, so uh, I'm not oh, saying no. this to try to, to to try to bring anybody down. But what it did for me is that uh, it kind of opened uh, my mind up more to be more aware and more conscious of what's going on with with young people and with with, with children. And 
when I when I went to the funeral, one of the things that I was thinking about while I was on the plane is what to say. And mm-hmm. this is just what I want to say to you guys and everybody listening and what I've been saying uh, to, to my students and the families from that point on is uh, human beings are creatures of assumption and of communication. And if we're not communicating, we're assuming. We're assuming mm-hmm. everything is all right. And if you're not telling us that it's all right, then we don't know. So talk to people. Make sure that you pay attention to what's going on and just, just have some things happen, you know, between your family members, your loved ones, your friends, your students and instructors. Talk to people. Make sure you're communicating, you know. Uh, I'm, I'm okay, you know. I'm, I'm okay. I'm not depressed or anything like that. But this is an opportunity to get this message out, talk to people, and thank you guys so much. Oh, thank you, sir. And, you know, if at any time you want to uh, come on the show again and share that message on a larger note, you know, please let me know. Um, and if you need anything whatsoever, sir, just let us know. Just let us hey, know. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. I'm doing fine. I love to hear your conversations and talking about your kids playing tricks on you. I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, for real. We've got, like, some more fun stories. So feel free to stay on the line for as long as you'd I like because we'd love to have you join us for the rest of the party. It'll be it'll be fun. I will. <laughs> good, I will. good. Thank we'll you we'll so keep much. your we'll keep your mic live and you can co- comment on anything that we talk about uh during our first segment and for the rest of the show. That'll be great. Out of, out of awesome. And for well, the rest re- of our listeners, oh, go ahead, Bob. Rust, I got something to share with you. This came from one of our guest co-hosts, Wayne Riley. Uh-huh. It said, uh, I am definitely going to call in, congratulate the Sifu Bop and Sifu Rusty on an awesome two. I'm honored to have met the two of you and done several shows together. You you two make the world of the martial arts a much better place. You rock. Aww. <laughs> Isn't Aww. that so cool? Oh, thanks, Sensei Riley. Out of yeah, out of sight. That's exactly what I what I would have said. And I, I think I think I should have tear. Hold on, damn onions! I'm not crying. It's the, it's the onions. <laughs> damn onions! <laughs> I will. <laughs> All right. Well, um, <laughs> let's uh, let's get with the first portion of our show, so that way we can get into the cool party time. So let's right. go ahead and you start off with our birthdays. So who do we have for birthdays today, Sifu Bob? Birthdays. We have one of Don Baird's students, a uh, martial arts school uh, instructor out of, uh, uh, I think, Denver, Colorado, Bo Justice Borden. His birthday is actually on our show anniversary. Mike Dell, one of Craig Carter's students, his birthday is also on the 11th. Johnny Ray Gasca, the director, the writer, the producer of the movie The Gathering. His birthday is on the 12th. A guest a uh, long time ago when we first started the show and had you up for a seminar, Lori O'Connell Olson from Canada. Her mm-hmm. birthday is on the 13th. Uh, one of my KC, one of my uh, King Swando buddies uh, under uh, uh, Scott Jacoby and Greg Woldridge, Tony Swearing. Swe- ah, yeah. Swearingen. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
His birthday is on the 14th. And Master Ed Parker Jr., his birthday is on the 15th. Awesome. For everybody having a birthday this week, even those of you who we've missed, tune is for you. We sing happy birthday to you. And may all your dreams come true. Happy, happy birthday. Sunday, November 9th to, I don't know when Saturday is because my calendar isn't working. <laughs> nice. <laughs> my, my wall calendar, this is funny, my wall calendar has gen, has two months on every page, right? So it goes January, February, March, April, on and on and on and on until it gets to October, November. And then you, you think you would have to flip the page, right? Well, the next right. page says January, February. <laughs> I have no idea when next Saturday is. It's then, you know, I don't know. Yeah, add seven. But still, <laughs> the 13th. Yeah. So happy birthday, everybody. November 9th through the 13th. <laughs> All right. Let's let's move on to some some announcements. Um, do you have any announcements right off the bat, Bob? Um, I am trying to find the picture of um, the announcement that you asked me to find, and it's gone. <laughs> well, I just. I I don't have the email or anything, but I can make the announcement next month. Okay. Uh, I'm going to be there. It's a tournament uh, held, sponsored by Sidekick Publications at the Town and Country Resort uh, on Hotel on uh, Hotel Circle in uh, San Diego. It's going to be on December 13th. Is going to be the tournament from nine to four, and then they're going to have seminars on Sunday and a dinner Sunday honoring the authors that publish their book through Sidekick Publications. It's going to be a really cool event. Now, there's going to be a couple other events happening that I've been invited to and can't make because I'm going to be, you know, 120 miles away. Uh, I forget what it's called, but Angie, the Abad sisters is ha- are having uh, a special event in Gardena, and the Martial Arts System Museum is also having, they're having a media event unveiling their uh, anime wall on uh, December 13th. Oh, cool. So that's going to be pretty cool. That is going to be cool. Yeah, that is going to be cool. I remember 
I remember when Michael was telling us about the anime wall, I'm like, oh, that's going to be that's going to be so cool. <laughs> that's going to be so cool. Awesome. Let's see. I'm going to pull some uh, <clears throat> some uh, announcements uh, straight off of our Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. And for all our listeners out there that like the show and uh, like anything that we talk about, as well as uh, getting information from some of our other fans and listeners, uh, go ahead and go to Facebook and like the Dynamic Dojo Radio Show group page. And um, a lot of our listeners uh, post a lot of their events there. Um, as well as great informational tidbits, it's um, it's it's great. I I just I check um, the page like every day because it's 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 like my daily news because like people post a bunch of stuff on there every day. It's great. Um, so anyway, I wanna I wanna do an announcement here uh, from Grandmaster Jay Blanton of the uh, Black Dragon Fighting Society. He is uh, setting up um, a program for anti-bullying. And he writes, I just wanted to update you all on what I'm doing about bullying. I just contacted our Florida governor and our local congressman to set up appointments to see them and tell them about our Black Dragon Fighting Society anti-bullying program and see if I can get them to help me get it into all our Florida schools and college systems to put a dent into this bullying problem. It's not a care-all, but it's a start better than doing nothing at all. Like how it is now, they are just sweeping it all under the rug and trying not to do anything about the problem of bullying. And in the meantime, our kids, as well as adults, are killing themselves over the stress of being bullied because they think no one cares. Well, hello, I do care. We will see what happens. Either I get to meet with them or get the blow off like I did with all the school boards. Please pray for this to happen, and we will start getting this bullying problem addressed. God bless Grandmaster J. Flying Tiger Blanton. Wow. The school. 100% behind me. Mm-hmm. Me too. And all the school boards blew him off? What? Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I did too. Yes. Well, I mean, but, but so okay, let me back up here because this, this is like, this boggles my mind. Why are not the school boards recognizing that bullying happens in their schools. What, what, and why, what, what are they turning a blind eye to? I don't, I don't understand. Can someone enlighten me? Give us a call. Three, four, seven, six, seven, seven, zero, six, nine, nine. That boggles my mind. It, wow. Yeah. I, I don't know what to say, <clears throat> but, um, let's see. Let's scroll down a little bit here. And oh, um, uh, Master John Casterline is um, has posted up an application. I guess it's an application. Um, it's a form to join the alliance, quote unquote, for the year of 2014 to 2015. Um, he says, "Hey, this is the form to join the alliance." one of the best martial arts groups around. Contact me for more info. And uh, to get that uh, form, you just go to the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page and look for John Casterline. Um, And I want to send a shout-out to uh, Master Master Alan Woodman. He's got an article that he put up um, on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. He recently wrote it. 
And um, he said, I thought this was a relevant article I recently wrote. Please read and feel free to comment. I have been publishing since 1992. That's a long time. And um, and let's see. I'm trying to figure out what this is about. Uh, dun, 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 I'm reading. Well, if you want to read the if you want to read the article, go to Dynamic Dojo <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> oh my goodness! And I think that's all for our recent announcements on our Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. So, with that said, I think I think we can go to I think we can go to weird news. So let's go to I where's my so. thing? Yeah, here's here's my thing. Weird Here we go. News. My buttons are all over the place. That didn't sound right, but that didn't no, sound didn't. right. But anyhow, <laughs> well, I, I picked this bit of weird news because it comes out of Washington. Are you oh, familiar yeah. with where Thurston and Lewis counties are up in your state? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, central uh, central Washington, things could get confusing when people talk about Sheriff Snaza. In Southwest Washington, oh. twin brothers <laughs> will have the title in neighboring Thurston and Lewis counties. With this week's election, the Chronicle reports Lewis County Sheriff's Office veteran Rob Snaza won the top job. His twin brother John Snaza already is sheriff in Thurston County. Uh, <laughs> so, so you get that, criminals? <laughs> Don't try to cross the border to 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 escape Thurston County, because because his because the sheriff's brother will get you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, so much for trying to pull a Dukes of Hazard there. Anyhow, yeah, one brother to another. Very cool. Yeah, exactly. Right. Here you go, bro. Go arrest him. Yeah, go arrest him, bro. He's he's coming over the border. Here we go. All right. Well, let's move on to entertainment news. Woo-hoo. Well, you know that most childhood actors, and we have a lot of them down, down here in the Southern California area, most of them eventually go nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got... Uh, uh, Oh, I don't know. I can't even think of them right now. Britney, you know, Britney Spears and, and the Disney actors. A lot of them go nuts, just absolutely nuts. Well, Amanda Bynes is not she, – she she's right up there with them. She's right up there. <laughs> she, she earned street creds when she threw pot out of her, out of her uh, apartment window in New York. <laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, wow. Amanda Bynes – is crying for work. I guess she's hurting. So it says, Amanda oh. Bynes, come work the strip. She get, she actually legitimately got a bartending job offer. Amanda Bynes, cry for employment, has been answered. An L.A. bar is offering her a high-profile bartending gig right in the heart of the Sunset Strip. Chad Wiener, the manager and partner of State Social House, in West Hollywood, tell TMZ he's got an apron and bottle opener with Amanda's name on it. Mm-hmm. All she needs to do is say yes. TMZ broke the story. Amanda wants to live a normal life and make some money, and she thinks bartending is the way to go. Chad says wow. his spot on the Sunset Strip is perfect for Amanda since 
His staff knows her and would love to teach her the ropes. Chad hmm. has a pay-it-forward attitude, telling us he'd like to give Amanda a second chance because he once got one when he was battling substance abuse. Nice oh. sentiment, but something tells us a bar isn't the best fit for Amanda's condition. Feels <laughs> <laughs> like, like a drinking problem, right? And, yeah. Uh, you know, oh and maybe, maybe uh-huh. this, well, maybe this guy is trying to do the right thing, but typically businesses don't do the right thing unless it, it's going to be good for them. You don't just offer somebody a job to offer them a job. You're looking for right. a high-profile bartender to boost your revenue. Exactly. Right. You know? Exactly. <laughs> and there is something else in entertainment news I did not give you because I just heard about it yesterday. There okay. was somebody who, who, and this is a bad pun, but there was somebody who should not have been home alone. Hmm. McCullough Culkin was found dead in his apartment on Friday at age what? 34. What? Yep. It was, it was all over. I haven't. Uh, not I, really. I, I'm looking it up right now. Macaulay Culkin. There, Let's see here. There was, there was um, no. Uh, they, the police said there was no sign of foul play, no sign of abuse, uh, and they did not release anything. You know, pill bottles around alcohol. So nobody knows what happened until the coroner releases their report. Oh, um, wait, 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 wait. Okay, four hours ago, e, yeah, four hours ago, E Online says McCall. By posting a '80s parody, let me let me pull this up here. Um, <clears throat> oh, come on, e online. Too much stuff on your website. It's making my computer run slow. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Macaulay Culkin is not dead. Versus the death hoax with parody of '80s movie. Um, it says here. Well played, Macaulay Culkin. The 34-year-old actor and musician and one of the most famous child stars in the world recently became the latest target of a celebrity death hoax. Again. So he responded appropriately. Culkin, known for roles in the first two Home Alone movies, My Girl and Uncle Buck, took to Instagram to to debunk the reports and quell people's fears. And what better way to do that than to pay tribute to an epic 80s dark comedy? Late on Saturday, a photo of the 34-year-old actor parodying a scene from the 1989 movie Weekend at Bernie's was posted on the page of the Pizza Underground. (laughs) Weekend at Bernie's. The post read, Weekend at Bernie's with at Anchovy Warhol back, uh, uh, what do they call that, uh, Slash tag green room, the post read. Weekend at Bernie's, a cult classic, stars Brat Pack member Andrew McCarthy and Jonathan Silverman as two insurance company workers who discover their boss, Bernie, is dead. Then they shuffle his body around like a puppet in a bid to make people believe he's alive. <laughs> I remember that movie. I remember um, that movie, yes. I remember yeah. it well. <laughs> So, <laughs> Macaulay's first words um, at, a, at a recent tour... For his band, said uh, he said, "I'm alive." <laughs> I know, right? So, oh wow! So yeah, I, I guess that was a host. <laughs> I guess so. It was yeah. all over Facebook yesterday. 
Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a, it's amazing though how social media can really spread rumors like wildfire and have people sharing them and their friends share them and pretty soon you've got like 50 million people thinking Macaulay Culkin right. is is dead and it's yeah, it's just right. it's just so wild. <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, let's do this real quick. Um, we're going to, for all our listeners out there that are calling in, we're getting people calling in. Uh, we're just uh, give us about another five minutes and then we'll get to your call. We'd like to get this uh, next uh, portion of the, um, of uh, the first segment going, take a short break. And then, and then the phone lines are going to be completely open and then we'll answer all the calls. So if you're holding online right now, you know, hold on tight. We'll get to your call. All right. Well, I think that since we are celebrating our anniversary, I think it would be very cool, too, to see what else has happened in history on November 11th, which is the actual date of our two-year anniversary. So with that said, let's turn on the Wayback Machine. All right. Wayback Machine is on. And the Wayback Machine is first taking us to... What is this date? 1868. And in the year 1868, on November 11th, the first American amateur track and field meet um, happened. And 1889, my state, Washington State, back then known as the Washington Territories, was admitted as the 42nd state of the USA. Yay, Washington. I don't even, I don't even know our state song. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm awful. I'm awful. <laughs> All right. Um, 1909, construction of the U.S. Navy base at Pearl Harbor begins. 1926, U.S. Route 66 is established. And 1928, KXOAM in El Centro, California, begins radio transmissions. And it's touted as... Uh, one, if not the oldest radio station in that general area. And uh, because wow. it was in 1928, um, and I don't know why, uh, but because it's in uh, it was founded in 1928, that's the reason why it only has three call letters, KXO. Whereas, right. you know, all the call letters nowadays have four. So if anyone knows the reason why um, call letters for radio stations changed to four, Call letters, uh, give us a call. <laughs> it's our anniversary party. We can talk about anything. We don't have to talk about martial arts. <laughs> so, yeah, let us know. All right. And some notable birthdays of uh, November 11th. Some celebrities born on that date are 1925, Jonathan Winters, one of my favorite well, comedians from back in the day. He was born in, yes, yeah. he was so funny. I I loved him to death on laughing and uh um, also on Mark and Mindy, I forgot what, uh, who, uh, uh, what family member he was to Mark, but he was like one of Mark's, like Mark's cousin or something like that. I forget. No, no, um, he, he was their son. Wait, 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 wait. Jonathan Winters played Mark and Mindy's son? Yes. He did? Oh, he was hatched, right? That's right. He was hatched on the show. Yeah, but I... I, I don't remember. Did they go into how Mindy this egg? Did I, <laughs> I, anyway, <laughs> 1928, 
the great jazz vocalist Ernestine Anderson was born. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful voice. Uh, 1962, Demi Moore was born. And 1974, Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow, I didn't know he was so young. Huh. Right, right. That, what does that make him, 36? Something like that? Huh. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so so those are some notable birthdays. And it looks like the time machine is shutting off and it's trying to. There it goes. Awesome. All right. Now, again, if you are calling, please hang on. Uh, we had a caller. And I guess they just didn't want to wait. So <laughs> call back, area code 818. <laughs> Feel free to call back. Really, we'll get to your call. Really, I'm not lying about that. So, all right, before we get the party started, let's take a short break, about three minutes. And then when we come back, um, Sifu Bob is going to let our listeners know of all the guests that we've had over the past two years, as well as some of the forum subjects that we talked about and uh and uh, hopefully some of our past guest co-hosts will call in. So we'll get to the party in just a sec. So we'll be back in about three minutes. Don't go back. Hey, MMA fighter Jason Mayhem Miller here. School bullying and cyberbullying statistics are increasingly viewed as an important contributor to youth violence, including homicide and suicide. Let's kick bullying together. Go to we'rekickingit.com. This is Annie Lennox of Eurythmics for Rad. Please don't drink and drive. And don't drive if someone else has been drinking. Thank you. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, Rad, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. This is Guru Rocky Twitchell of Citrus Heights, California. And you are listening to the Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio Show. Packers. Vikings. We come from different places. Uptown. Downtown. We come to different conclusions. Half empty. Half full. But when we live united, we make a real difference in the building blocks of life. Children succeed in school. Families gain financial stability. The health of our neighbors improves, and suddenly so do our communities. Real change won't happen without you. Live United. So give, advocate, volunteer. Live United. Sign up today at liveunited.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Do you have an idea for a guest or a topic that you'd like to hear on the Dynamic Dojo Talk radio show? You can email your suggestions and ideas to dynamicdojoradiohost at gmail.com or you can also post it on the Dynamic Dojo Facebook page. You're listening to the Dynamic Dojo Show with Restita and Robert, your source for martial arts talk radio. All right, and we are back. If you're just now tuning in, you've come at the perfect time. This is Dynamic Dojo Talk Radio with Rasita and Robert, and we're celebrating our second anniversary here on Blog Talk Radio. And if you just now tuned in, you've joined the party. <laughs> so feel free, to, feel free to call in or use our chat board on our Blog Talk Radio show marquee, and uh, you can chat with us there. 
Now, you know, while we were on break, somebody logged into the Blog Talk Radio show show uh, chat board, and I have no idea who this is. And you know, folks, you know, if you do anything social media wise or broadcasting wise, and you have access to a chat board. Um, you know, I I thought that this kind of stuff only happened on on uh, just regular social media, but I guess you just get spam on uh, broadcast chat boards also. <laughs> yeah, you do. We had one like a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, and and so this this chick, I guess it's a chick named Miss Pretty, came on, didn't say anything, and then sent me a whisper. And uh, on Blog Talk Radio, um, a whisper on the chat board means it's a, it's like a private message, right? So I click it, and it says nothing. <laughs> so, you know, makes me wonder if people just, like, click on random shows on the Blog Talk Radio front page and, <laughs> and try to get in on conversations. And she probably went, oh, crap, this is a bunch of martial artists. I better get off of here. Anyway... <laughs> They might anyway, find me. I know they might find me. Well, <laughs> her message is still there. Log back in, Miss Pretty. I dare you. Any? <laughs> oh man, no, really, no, Miss Pretty. If you want to listen, we're not gonna we're not gonna diss on you or anything like that. You know, feel free to listen. You know, one of the main reasons. Uh, now I'm getting serious. <laughs> one of the main reasons me and Sifu Bob started this show was to bring a sense of community into the martial arts. Uh, because, and we were talking about this last week, Sifu Bob, about infighting within the martial arts community, even within the same styles. You know, you've yes. got one faction of a karate system, maybe, that uh, that that fights with another faction because, you know, one side might not think that the other side is doing the right thing and, and stuff like that. And, and it just, you know, it's just so sad to see that kind of infighting, right? And um, last week, I also uh, mentioned a quote that I heard on the radio, and I thought it was perfect for what we were trying to do also with our show, Sifu Bob. And um, there was a guy um, on the radio that was talking about politics and why politics exist. And he said, the reason why politics exists is that if you have an organization, right, organizations will inadvertently split into different branches within the organization and when those branches come into come into being you have politics now politics exists is when people lose sight of the original vision that the founder of of the organization had wow. so based, yeah isn't that cool i mean it makes sense yeah, yeah you know yeah. that when different factions lose Sight of the original vision, and you know, getting back to why me and Sifu Bob did this show was, you know, if we look at martial arts as a whole, you know, what is the original vision of martial arts? Well, number one, people wanted to learn to, you know, fight for their country. People wanted to learn how to protect themselves and their family. People wanted to learn to get healthy. People wanted something to discipline their minds. You know, pe- basically, people wanted to improve themselves and their community practicing martial arts. You know, I mean, would that be something that we, that, that sound, does that sound like it makes sense? Does that, you know, is that something we could agree on? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, you know, and we did this. We started this show two years ago to bring that original vision back to back into martial arts because you know, I mean, you know, even within like MMA, you get like you know fighters, you know, bickering amongst each other. You get different factions bickering within each other. You know, you've got like um, I don't know if K one is still around, but you used to have K one. You know. Uh, arguing with UFC, UFC arguing with uh, pride fights. You know, I mean, you had all this bickering, and it's all MMA. Well, why are they doing that? You know what I mean? So right, right. Yeah. So you know, one of the so getting back to me and Sifu Bob's vision was you know trying to bring the sense of community back, and I must I must say you know it we haven't made too much of a dent in it, but I'd like to think that we you know made a start. <laughs> Wouldn't you think so, Bob? I think so. I think so. Yeah, and we've had lots of wonderful guests from many different martial arts. I mean, you name it, grappling, jiu-jitsu, kajikembo, you know, different styles of karate, uh, judo, uh, MMA. We've had, you know, guests that uh, came on to talk about their specialties, such as teaching, uh, teaching martial arts to kids and and uh, discussing bullying and um, how to run a martial arts business and and stuff like that. All sorts of great guests. And uh, with that said, I'm going to turn the mic over to Sifu Bob, who will let our listeners know of our latest list of all the guests and all the forum subjects that we were ta- that we've been talking about over the past two years. Absolutely. And then after well, I, that list. Uh, after that list, we'll go ahead and take this call from 818. So hold on, area code 818. We will get to your call in just a little bit. Hold on. Okay, Bob, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, starting with our very first guest was uh, Lindsay Largusa, Robert Parham, Chris Kadamian, Wes Bennett, Greg Woldridge, Doug Wong, Kerry Wong, Lori O'Connell Olson, C. Ja Amen Mobley, Adam Winrich, and, of course, somebody online right now, Patrick McDaniel, Mike mm-hmm. Rivera, Richard Nunez, Derek Bryan, Dan Hecht, Mark Wiley, Gurley Abad, Daryl Vidal, Ron Sarchian, Kent Turnipseed, Alan Agusa, Mark Stewart, Malia Bernal, Felix Smart Macias, Mark Makita, William Christopher Ford, Richard Norton, Rustita D.A. Seuss, Cecil Peoples, Ed Parker Jr., Bill Wallace, Jacob Bressler, Maya Freeman, Master Ken, Don Baird, Rocky Twitchell, Don Wilson, Ronnie Essett, John Crane, Peter Cunningham, Dan Harmon, Nick Palma, Matthew Ziff, Hamid Larizzi, Tara Cardinal, Nassim, Young Dragon, Larizzi, Michael Bumgarten, Orlando Rivera, T.J. Storm, Glenn Wilson, Mar- Marina Kosenko, Frank Dukes, Michelle Manu, Clifford Stewart, Andrew Osborne, Christina Bannon-Rodriguez. Forum guests. Right on. Uh, we had Mita Kim. She talked about being in an abusive relationship. Pamela mm-hmm. Deal. She talked about coping with breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Carl Tun, David Dorian Ross. D.D. Goodman, they were on uh, a Tai Chi forum. Oh yeah, let's Janet. not forget. Let's not forget um, uh, Kimberly Ivy. She was. Kimberly uh, Ivy, yeah. She was, 
she was um, on that as well. And uh, we also had Sifu uh, Viola Brumbaugh on that same show also. Yes, we did. Uh, yes. Janet uh, Golinger. I'm sorry, Dee Dee Goodman, I think, was on the show with Teaching Kids. Yeah, yeah. And Janet with Golinger. Janet. Yeah. Uh, Elastic Steel and Lori Miller, Kadamian, were on a show on, on stretching and nutrition for the martial artists. Lisa mm-hmm. King, Angia, Angia Badmasia. They were on the show for Women in the Martial Arts. Master mm-hmm. Craig Carter and Tim Weskey, they were on... They did a forum show on East vs. West. Tim came on as a fencer. Craig is a martial artist. Guest, mm-hmm. And now, here's the last list. We have our guest co-host. Kimo Kyoki, Wayne Riley, Deb Evans, John Border, and, of course, last but not least, Daryl Vidal. And Michelle Manu. And Michelle Manu, that's right. <laughs> Let's not forget. You had that, and I needed to add Daryl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we had a we had a, a the you know the funnest shows that we that we uh have are like when the guest co-hosts are with us because it it, it has a it adds a whole new feel to the show. Um to have a different sense of humor on the show because we do like to joke around. <laughs> All right. Well, with that said, that's a lot of guests. That list is long. <laughs> we hope to have another long list in this next coming year. But let's go ahead and take a call. Let's take a call. Area code 818. You're on Dynamic Dojo. Who's this? This is Douglas Wong. Hi, Sifu Wong. How are you? Fine. How are you guys doing? Congratulations on two years. Thank, Thank you, you Sifu. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's great to have you on with us. Oh, yes, no problem. I saw the messages, so I said I had to get on the air, call you guys, you know, and... Uh, <laughs> Wish you congratulations. So, uh, I got to see you a couple times uh, this year, Rosita, so it was great to see you. Yeah. I see Bob all the time. <laughs> down here in California. <laughs> yeah, it's great. it was great to see you, too. And, you know, yeah, yeah let's, uh, let's uh, if you'd like, uh, we'd love to keep you on the line to, to join us for the rest of the party because we're going to be talking and reminiscing about uh, previous guests that we had on the show as well as mm-hmm. uh, previous forum subjects and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's an honor to have both of you on. This is great. Give us yeah. a call, everyone. Yeah, give us a call, everybody. Yeah. Join the party. Three, four, That's seven, right. Join seven, us. Seven. <laughs> yeah, join us. Join us. We'll, we'll see how many how many calls our call board can take. <laughs> apparently, right. I can get it. Apparently, I can get up to a hundred. We'll we'll see. <laughs> wow. Okay. We'll see if a hundred people join us or not. That's good. Yeah. Well, we'll let's see. make awesome. it a party. Yeah. Yes. Let's make it a party. So get your get your drinks, folks, and and your snack, and come join us. Now let's uh, let's look back a little bit to the beginning of this year. The mm-hmm. very first show that we had was with Master Ken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so much fun. Oh my goodness! So you know, folks, that to listen to any of our archive shows. All you have to do is go to blogtalkradio.com backslash Seika Network, and that's S-E-I-K-A Network. And you'll you'll get a list of all of the shows that our network does, because so, we, we do more than just our show. Um, but, you know, just keep scrolling through, and, and you'll be able to find all of our archived shows. And you can listen to them anytime. You can download them to your iPod or your smartphone, listen to them on your way to work. 
It's fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, our first our first show was with Master Ken, and wow, Bob, you remember how funny that was? <laughs> oh, I'll never forget that show. And Matt Matt uh, Page, the person who plays Master Ken, and I at, at the Masters talked in depth about how funny that show was. And mm-hmm. I'll never forget that show. That's been one of the funniest shows we've ever done. Oh my gosh, I, I can't. He 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 had so many funny things that 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 he said as his Master Ken persona that I I can't even begin to like remember what he said because he said some funny stuff too at um, at Dragon Fest and I I had a old sound clip of uh, some of the snippets from the the episode that we had him on and I deleted that sound clip because uh, I wanted to play it today and I uh, accidentally deleted it. Oh well. But that that was that was a wonderful way to start off the 2014 year. Um, that was on January 5th, um, so it gave it gave everyone about five days to recover from partying <laughs> um, to li- to listen to the show because it was hilarious. And uh, what I do remember from that show was that uh, when we called him, I said, "Okay, let's let's call." Let's call the let's call the dojo. <laughs> let's call the Ameridote dojo, and he answered. And uh, I remember, I re- I vaguely remember that he answered as Matt. So I, you know, and I, I sent him, I, I sent Matt a, a private message prior to that, and I said, Hey, Matt, you know, uh, can we start the show as Master Ken? And he forgot for just a second. <laughs> He goes, hello, hi, everybody. And I said, Master Ken, how are you? And he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah. And, and and then he, like, got into his Master Ken voice. How are you? <laughs> and, and, oh, it was it was great. And he had us in stitches. And I think Sensei Wayne Riley was our guest co-host that day also. And he had us in stitches until I just couldn't do it anymore. So we we uh, dismissed Master Ken and brought on Matt Page. <laughs> and um, yeah, that was that was an awesome show because he he talked about um, what goes on behind the scenes um, on his famous YouTube series, Enter the Dojo. And you right. know, and you know when you when you watch those 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 movies. You know, you 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 kind of like have to withhold all disbelief because it is so real. There are people that are like that, and <laughs> and um, you know, and and that every dojo has a persona that all the students represent, and that's what makes it so funny. Right. And uh, and I didn't know that it was so hard to make <laughs> yeah. those because because you know and. And I'm sure, you know, you guys know, too, is that, yeah, it's hard to do anything, even if it's just videotaping um, movies for your own students. It's hard. Yeah, it's not like getting up in front of a camera and just doing your thing, because it's, it, there's something about the camera that makes it makes everything different, at least for me. It's kind of wild. Um, what's a, a, do you have any... Um, episodes that that stand out in your mind Sifu Bob anything well that... that's the main one Lindsay Larguz the West Bennett was a funny one of course du- du- listening to Doug and Carrie Wong was amazing 
because they, they've been around a, a long time, and they're the kind of people that when they – it's like sitting down with, 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 with somebody that's just been around so long and has so many stories that it was just <laughs> – you, you shut up and listen and just let them talk. Don't interrupt them. Don't ask them questions. <laughs> let them go. You know, yeah. and one of the most interesting things, honestly, Steve, was I found out that Carrie's father was in World War II in the Japanese unit that was the most de- that was the most decorated uh, platoon of World War II. Yep. Wow. Four forty-two. I found that so interesting. Yep. Uh, wow. So that really sticks out. Uh, all of them. Yeah. Really, we've had some great, great shows. No egos come in into play. We've had some really great shows over the past two years, so so many of them stick out. I can't even grab one. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, well, let's you had a lot it. of special guests. You know, they were good, so you had a very yeah. good show. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know what? Yeah, what sticks out in my mind the most was our first show, um, eleven, eleven, twelve, <laughs> eleven, eleven, twelve, and uh, that first show, I remember. Uh, specifically because I had to go to a student's house to broadcast because the internet at my studio was being wonky. So I called up my student and I said, oh my gosh, you know, do you have internet? Because I, I got to get this show going and it's our first show. She's like, yeah, come on over. And we had girl Lindsay Largusa on the show. And um, it was it, it was really great to get to get information about the Largusa and Largusa Villabril, um systems you know, straight from the horse's mouth, pretty much. And not even a few days later, Sifu Bob, how about you remind everyone what happened a few days later? Because it was, it was just wow. It was, well, I got contacted by Guru Wes Bennett, and he says, Lindsay Largusa just passed away. And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. And I was texting Rusty, and she, and she texted me back, and she says, I'm in the middle of class. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm flipping out right now. Yeah. Well, and when I, I told her what happened, class, she yeah. you were right in the middle of yeah. class, and you actually had somebody else take over because our first guest had passed away. So it was like we were his last interview. We were his last expression. Right. Yeah. It, it was so sad. I, I remember that day. It was uh, um, It was actually one of the rare times I actually wore pants, uh, gi pants so that had pockets, and I had my phone in it. And I was correcting one of the kids, and ding, ding, you know, I got the text. And and I, I think your first your first text was like, oh, my effing God, or something like that. And I texted okay. back, I'm like, what? You know, what? And um, then Sifu Bob texted that Guru Lindsay had passed on, and everything stopped. Everything kind of went, you know, white, you know, and it felt like I was the only person in the room type thing. And I was like, well, what? Did I read that right? What's going on? So I had one of my assistants take the class, and I went into the office, and I went, wow, are you serious? And, you know, and it it just, it, it just it hit us, like right in the chest, boom, because we talked to him just three days prior, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah two, well, two days, two days, I guess, you know prior and you know it was just it it made it made us like really ponder our own mortality right Um, yeah that was that was wild really wild but yeah but you know uh yeah so it'll always be an honor to 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 know that you know we had had guru Lindsay on our our first 
Um, you know what shows that I uh, also enjoy? It's uh, the Rant Raven rap shows. <laughs> Those are fun. Those I, are I love do, do you know, actually, Rusty, who was who I asked before I asked Lindsay to be on our first show? Who was that? Was it Frank Dukes? Well, Frank Dukes was one. He was going to be out of town. But then there was Tamac from The Last Dragon. Oh, yeah. And I had to jump through hoops. And he was going to do it. And I said, dude, you got back. He got back to me like Saturday night. Okay, what time is the show? I said, sorry, we're oh. already scheduled. Bite me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't call the celebrity crap anymore. Right. <laughs> You know, I mean, Sifu Wong's been around a long time. And speaking of videos, remember when we did all those videos for uh, Unique Video, Sifu? Oh, yeah. And it yeah. was down. And she's talking about how hard videos are. And they had it down at the end of a, a of runway 15 at Burbank Airport. Yep. That was where they were filming. We had to stop every two, three minutes. Yep, every couple mm-hmm. minutes, there's a plane flying by. <laughs> yeah. That was some crazy times. So, uh, you know what, Sifu, I would not turn those times in for anything in the world. Those are wonderful times. Oh, yeah, definitely was. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, awesome. good old days. That's it. Mm-hmm. I just went yeah. to one today at uh, the History Museum. We're going to, uh, one of the girls going to donate uh, David Carradine's jacket. So, oh wow! Uh, cool. Yeah, to the history museum. So they interviewed me today about uh, when we did the, the pilot film. So I gave a bunch of facts and stuff like that. So I was down there reminiscing about the old days. So that that was something else too. So uh, yeah, just remind me. And we talked about the videos too. Yeah, about stopping and doing all that. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. that's crazy. Yeah. So. Oh, was nuts. Well, see, when did you shoot the pilot for for Kung Fu? Uh, that was done in 1971. That was in the winter wow. time. So it was like uh, it was freezing out there on the concrete in December. Uh, yeah, December. We're doing a November December time, and mm. uh, we had to go barefooted, but they couldn't get the shoes to us in time. So we're sitting out there freezing oh. our butt off while oh, we're filming. Man. And then, you know, when when it was off camera, we were trying to hide underneath the lights, you know, because it's so warm. <laughs> and we had our head shaved, too. So that was the whole thing. So we didn't have any hair. So, you know, oh, we either had a hat on or we had wigs on or something, trying to stay warm during that time period. So it was filmed in 71, shown on TV as a ABC movie of the week in 72, mm-hmm. and it became part of the series in 1973. All right. Wow. wow. That's, part of That's part of history, Sifu Wong. Because that is yeah. part of history. It is. Yep. Because it really I, because I was in the second grade. <laughs> <laughs> second grade. <laughs> yeah, I was, yep. let's see, how, how old was I? I think I was. You were five. Six, seven. Wait, no, I was born in 66. 66, 77, 78, 79, 70, 71, yeah, 72, 73. Old. So I was seven. Well, it came out 72, yeah, yeah, I yeah, became, yeah. I was six or seven when it came out of the yeah, series, yeah. but I do remember. You know, Wong Sifu, I always kid Rusty because she is like the last Asian I know that still needs a calculator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm visual. Come on now. I'm visual. Um, but I do remember I remember the movie because my dad had, was playing it. He was, he was flipping channels, and I was like sitting in the recliner with him, and he stopped on it. And I'm like, what's that? And he said, oh, that's Kung Fu. And I said, oh, well, let's watch it. And I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. 
And I'm yep. like, Daddy, I want to do that. And he's yeah. like, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a couple of years later, you know, when I got to be eight years old, he's like, okay, all right, all right. And then he got me to karate. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, the Kung Fu series brought a lot of people to the martial arts. You know, not just That's Kung right. Fu, but all martial arts, you know, Japanese, Okinawan, Chinese, sure whatever it was. But exactly. uh, it gave a lot of exposure. So, you know, that that's uh, very big in the martial arts history. But that show did a lot for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Now, um, as seasoned martial artists, both of you, um, you guys were already seasoned martial artists when Kung Fu came out. Yeah, what what yep. were your guys' what were your guys' thoughts about about it when the movie came out? I mean, that had to have been exciting, right? Uh yeah, it it was exciting, you know, because there was no other shows out there, you know. Uh, last thing we remember is probably uh, the Green Hornet series one of us out. Right. You know, right. Back in 66, you know, so there was nothing right. in between that time period or very few things that you got to see. But uh, after that came out then, you know, it's just uh you know, the whole genre, the martial art movies start coming out during that time period, unless you went to the Chinese theater and saw all the Shaw Brothers movies. There you but, go. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Other than that, for the American audience, they didn't see much of it. You know, not to the general public, but after Kung Fu came out, you know, that that became the biggest thing out there. A lot of mm-hmm. different TV series, stuff on the ninjas, and everything else came on. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was uh, opening uh, a lot of doors for everybody, for all the martial artists in general. That's right. Yeah. Right. Well, well, what were your thoughts on the movies, uh, Master Pat? Hey, I was there, you know, because I had that deep interest. And like uh, the people the just mentioned earlier, Green Hornet is what set me off. I was set off yeah. with Green Hornet. You know, yeah. and then every now and then, you know, uh, I don't know if you remember I Spy with Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So every now and then you'd see some, you know, some chops, you know, a little kick and yep. a throw. And in those episodes, and of course, Star Trek also had a couple of chops and throws. Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah. uh, Kung Fu was it. You could always look forward to seeing yeah. the martial arts move. And, and I, I was a young cat, but yeah. even though I was young, I was always tuned into the philosophy. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wanted to yeah. hear. I wanted to hear those stories. I wanted to know what that meaning was. You know, even as mm-hmm. a young cat. Because I had depth in my heart, you know, when it came to martial arts. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I was a big fan, big guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Another one was, uh, what was uh, Wild Wild West with James, uh, you oh, know. Oh, uh, there you go. You're right. Oh, yeah, I forgot all about yeah. that. I was just thinking about that. Because he was yeah. uh, trained by one of my friend's teacher, um uh, uh, John Leone from Kachi Kempo's day, uh, days, so that's where he trained at. Uh-huh. With uh, also trained Posse Ponce from uh, Hawaiian Hawaiian Eye. That's way back in the series in the sixties. <laughs> yeah. So you know these are all the pioneers that brought the art over. You know uh, John Leone, so he he brought it over. Uh-huh. He learned from uh, Chow and those guys in Hawaii, and uh, you know Ed Parker were classmates and stuff like that. So you know that goes way back in the early sixties when all this started happening. That's uh-huh. right. That is right. Yep. Wow. Yay. Yeah, who would have thought, who would have thought that one TV series, you know, could make such an impact outside of the Bruce Lee movies, of course. The Bruce Lee movies right. are also what attracted me to the uh to the martial arts, but who would have thought that just, you know, Bruce appearances Lee Yeah. Bruce Lee, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, who would have thought that Bruce Lee is uh Kato and, uh, right. you know, even the legend of Billy Jack, you know, those right. Ooh, yes, yes, yes. 
would have, the Kung Fu series would have made such an impact for, you know, the, the influx of the martial artists that became those 1970s and 1980s um, household yeah. names. Right. Just, just, in, just incredible. Just incredible. So, yes, that's a shout-out for the Kung Fu TV series. Woo-hoo! <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, another show that um, that comes to mind, and, for, you know, it, it, this is funny because it wasn't a forum show. Normally, rant, rave, and rap and forum shows do stick in my mind. But, you know, Bob, you know, the, the show with Guru Wes Bennett always sticks in my mind because he is funny as heck. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. So funny. It was one of our first shows. It was within the first few months. Yeah, within the first couple months. Um, In fact, I think it was, uh, let's see here. Yeah, it was uh, December 16th, 2012 uh, was when we had him on. And uh, we talked about a whole bunch of stuff. But the first, like, half hour was, I think, was us was us laughing because – uh, Mr. Bennett had just, just made cracks at everything. In fact, um, I've, I still have a clip um, um, of that particular show, and uh, let's see if I can find it here. Oh, here it is. So hey, take a listen to this. <laughs> and the listeners that know us are probably like, I don't know. I don't want to get on the. I don't know if I want to be on the show with those weirdos. I'm, they're martial artists. Really? They yeah. are. Oh my gosh. So if you're listening and you logged into the chat board and logged out because you thought you were listening to a bunch of crazy people, log back in and lighten up. So. <laughs> I like that. That's right. right. If you don't like that, fine. You're listening to the wrong show. Yep. <laughs> this is off the subject, but do you guys over there, down there, have um, arrogant bastard ale? I beg your pardon? <laughs> <laughs> Well, actually, I think I that's pretty that. much in, in every bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, this would put an image in their head if we Skype this. I'd have to put a shirt on. So, see, that's just wrong. <laughs> that's right. And they'd they say, Rusty, they'd say, I've got a perfect face for radio. So that wouldn't be a good idea either. <laughs> well, and then Rusty would have to put a top on, too. And then, then the whole thing, you know, it just goes right out the window. Exactly. Right. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's get moving. <laughs> We just picked up 12 new listeners. Yeah, we did. Um, That's a Naked Dojo's uh, show. <laughs> you see, they are insane. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that was a, <laughs> that was a fun show. <laughs> that was a really fun show. You know, Rusty, over the years, we've met some really good people. And it was, what's been very cool is we've taken some of the people that we've had on the show and we've met them actually in person. Right. Yes. Come right. up, come up to us at Masters. Come up to us at Dragon Fest. Right. Uh, and we've made some really good friendships out of this. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes, I'm. Yeah. I'm very thankful for that. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Well, folks, I gotta go, but I hear another phone ringing, so I gotta go answer it. <laughs> okay. Take care. Okay. So Thank congratulations you. on your second year. We'll call back Thank on the you, third sir. year anniversary. Awesome. That'd be great. You bet. Thank you. Okay, you guys. I'll take care. And I'll you come do. back and listen to the show later. Okay. okay Thank you. Take care. Awesome. Bye-bye now. Take you care. All right. All right. And that was Sifu Douglas Wong. Right on. Yay. Another another person that I got to meet in person because of the show. <laughs> Very cool. Um, oh, you know what? This, this reminds me, looking through this list, Sifu Bob, ah. that uh, we missed two other guests 
guests, I believe we had, um, I believe on the 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 show that we had for East and uh, Eastern and Western martial training, we had uh, two of my friends from the from a local uh, classical oh, fencing yes, school. Oh yeah, Stephanie. Yes. Yeah, we had uh, Miss Stephanie Zimmerman and Mr. Cecil Longino joining us, and uh, they were representing um, the. La, oh my gosh, I forgot the name of their school. <laughs> the Sal something. They're gonna kill me for forgetting forgetting the uh, the name of their school. <laughs> Sal so, yeah, yeah, I forgot. Jeez, it's on the tip of my tongue. But yeah, they they were on as um uh representatives of uh classical western martial arts. And um and that was actually very a very uh, informative show because, you know, a lot of times when you think Western martial arts, you know, a lot of people think fencing, but the Western martial arts does involve pugilism. And, and, you know, sometimes people forget that Europe and England and uh, all of the other European countries had pugilistic arts uh, that, that were very similar to um, our older style of boxing over here. And uh, yeah, and it was very, very informative. Um, and uh, yeah, what other great guests did we have? Oh, you know, Soke, Soke Greg Woldridge was another great guest. Uh, do you remember those shows, Bob? How can I forget my old buddy Greg? Yeah, yeah. So what, what do you remember from one of the shows? Because he was on, like, I think three times. The first time that we had Soke Greg on the show was um, shortly before... Uh, January, shortly before the New Year of 2013, I think it was like uh, the end of uh, end of uh, December. Let me look. It here. was. It was. Yeah. Then we had him yeah. on again for part two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's been was... on a few times. He called in with we had Cliff Stewart on, and he's called in a few times. Yeah, yeah, he shared a lot of great. Uh, great information about stuff. So, uh, what, what are some of the, I don't remember the conversation offhand, but do you, do you remember some of the stuff that, uh, Soke Greg went over? Like, I know he went over, you know, executive protection type of stuff and, uh, real world self-defense and what else? I forgot. Well, you know, that's, that's it for him. That's, you know, he, he traveled to, to he traveled all over the world to train uh, all at one time almost. He traveled to Brazil this year to train in, in authentic BJJ. He went to the the uh, Vietnam and and uh, where else? Oh, uh, Philippines. He went to uh, he definitely went to the Philippines to train with the Grandmaster uh, Kenyette. Uh, mm-hmm. He was in Vietnam. He was he was uh, I forget where he was to. To, to study something else, but he traveled all over Asia, uh, and this year was Brazil. Uh, you know, that's his life, though. He's he's been exact protection. He was a cop, you know, a bodyguard. Mm-hmm. You know, at the at both ends of the babysitting scheme and the real world. I'm going. Somebody had a hit on him. Oh yeah! You know? Gosh, I almost forgot about that. <laughs> wow. Oh my goodness. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he's all about real world uh, combat, you know, none of the movie stuff and stuff like that. Because you know, he's been in the trenches, you know, uh, dealing with all that, you know, being a bodyguard, you know, and uh, you know, just he knows, and uh, just that's that's awesome. That's just, that's just totally awesome. 
Let's see. It what's is. another show? What's another show that sticks out in your mind, Sifu Bob? I'm, I'm like trying to like look through my list here. Um, well, you know what? We have a caller. We do. We do. Oh, well, they haven't pressed one. So <laughs> let me remind our listeners. Caller, press um, one. Yeah. Oh, there we go. There's a, there's the one there. We have area code nine three seven on the line with us. Nine three seven. Go ahead, dynamic dojo. Who's this? Area code nine three seven. You're on Dynamic Dojo. Who are we speaking with? Area code. Yes, I can, we can hear you. Hello. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have my headset on. It. It just, I, I'm having technical difficulties tonight, big time. My oh. laptop not working. Trying trying to get a hold of you guys. It's uh, <laughs> Sensei Wayne. How are you guys doing? Hi Wayne. We're doing <laughs> Good, great. Wayne. Good. <laughs> Good, awesome. You know, it, we can't we can't have a show without some type of technical difficulties. <laughs> I know. And well, I usually since blame since you guys didn't have any, I figured, hey, I might as well throw mine in there. There you go. <laughs> At, oh, speaking of technical difficulty, Rusty, uh, Wayne has co-hosted a couple of shows where it, we had some technical oh. difficulties. It seemed like it was a uh, uh, getting to be a pattern. It's like every every time I called, that there was some kind of issue going on. It was, it was crazy. Yeah, every time Rusty was gone, something happened. So, tell us, what, do you remember what specifically happened though, Wayne? The day you co-hosted, I when we had we had the esteemed pleasure of having Don Wilson as our guest. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember. I mean, didn't he have cell phone issues or something? No, he had Super Bowl turning cell phone off issues. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I was in Oregon for a uh, yeah. for a yeah. I was in Oregon at a Al DeCosco seminar, and Sifu uh, Al goes, "Oh, hey, it's almost kickoff. Everyone's dismissed." <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone just went running for hotel rooms, right? And um, you know, <laughs> and, then, and then after you know, after you know, we won, yay, Seattle, go Hawks! But anyway, after we won, uh, I went, oh crap, I should probably call in. And I called in, and uh, that's when I found out you guys had issues with it. But but Don was already on the show by that point in time. Yeah. <laughs> He turned his cell phone off. <laughs> yeah, and I had to contact uh, James Wilson, and I that's had right, that's why you contacted his brother, huh? <laughs> Didn't you contact his brother? Yeah, I mean, Jim, James, and I had just become friends on Facebook like two days before, and I emailed him, and I because I was flipping out. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't be laughing at that because <laughs> I or or, or have the show set and and the guest decides not to call or even answer their cell phone right. or even their home phone. <laughs> what that's show? Oh, that was uh, Robert Redfeather. That was like yes, your first yes. show or your yeah. second show guest co-hosting, and we decided yeah. to interview you on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i'm sorry because i know what that feels like my first like my first month at the uh, the modern combat master show where i was uh, co-hosting now get this i'm co-hosting but i'm in charge of the board right so, <laughs> so i'm all like ah 
and and I dropped a couple people, or my Wi-Fi went out, or I I dropped the call, I dropped my end of the call, or something, and I would freak, or I couldn't get a hold of anybody, and and Grandmaster Daryl would come on the line and go, all right, and he'd start like introducing people, and I'd be like, um um um. <laughs> <laughs> There's no guess. <laughs> now what do we do, right? And yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, the, so Rosie, the reason you're laughing is because you felt my pain. Yes, yes, I know exactly what what it feels like. You know, your heart rate goes up, and you're like, "Crap, people are listening, and I'm gonna look like an idiot." And you know. <laughs> and you know what, Patrick McDaniel's show was one of the shows that we had no no glitches, nothing. Everything mm-hmm. was clear. We could hear well. We got a hold of him right away. Everything went really smooth. Mm-hmm. It sure did. That was a wonderful show. It was. Yeah. That, that was because I wasn't running the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there was that there was that point in time where I had like double duty, so I did it twice a week. And by the, by the time I did it for three months, it was like eh, nothing. You know. Ain't, ain't nothing but a thing. It's easy now, right? Um, <laughs> oh my goodness! So yeah, really. And why uh, do I do it like once every six months? And now yeah, Long like Talk Radio is non-user friendly when it comes to tablets. Yeah, okay. you know, I'll I'll have to I'll have to agree with that. But, you know, Blog Talk Radio changed the format of its online uh, board, and uh, it doesn't. It doesn't play well with tablets, even if you turn it sideways. It doesn't. It doesn't okay. play well, and I don't. I don't know why they did that, but oh well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, it's apparently it was to make it better. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, how's um, that working out for them? Yeah, yeah. It, I, well, anyhow, so for our listeners out there, our phone number is three four seven. Six seven seven zero six nine nine. We are celebrating our second anniversary here on Block Talk Radio. Uh, two years at Dynamic Dojo has been bringing great guests and great forum subjects um, on the subject of martial arts and health and fitness and everything else. Um, two years. I can't believe it's gone by so quickly. I know. Amazing. Now I got. I got to ask Wayne. Out of the shows you co-host, did anything stick out for you other than screw up? Don Wilson was probably my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked <laughs> it. was good. And I, there's another yeah, one. You know, regardless of having the issues, it was still it was a good show. I, I liked it. It was. It, it, was, it was. You know, he turned 60 this year, even though he still looks like he's in his 30s. I yeah. hate him for it. Uh, but listening to some of his stories and what he's gone through in his movie career, it was just, it was a very cool show. Even, Mm -hmm. even though the the screw ups happened at the beginning. Yeah, it was, it was a great show. It was, it was great. Um, it actually not long after that show, um, I mean, I'm talking within week, couple weeks, um, we decided to go ahead and start getting back into kickboxing again. Um, you know, it's been a long time, you know, kickboxing. It's A lot of people have lost interest. I still love kickboxing. Right. You know, I, I love going to mm-hmm. the Arnold Classic and uh, and watching the kickboxing events there. They're awesome. 
So after, from that show, that's what sparked us to start teaching kickboxing again uh, with my oldest son, Josh, and uh, uh, my next son, down, down uh, Austin, who's a senior this year, um, to, to get them more involved in it. Uh, because that's they're tall, they're they're lean, you know, they're like built for kickboxing, and they they've started now, you know, researching and and watching all the all the old videos of of, of Don's fights. He's like, oh my god, yeah, talk to that guy on the radio. <laughs> you know, it was, very it, cool. It was just an awesome, you know, show. You know, not too many people can say that. Right. Right, exactly. Now, Sensei Wayne, weren't you weren't you guest co-hosting with us for uh, Master Ken's show? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that was that was yeah. yeah. I forgot that about was... that one. Oh my goodness, my ribs hurt so bad after, after that show. <laughs> we got so hard. That, yeah. I, 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 dude, I thought I was gonna wet myself. I was laughing so hard. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely. Now most of our shows, almost all of our shows, are fun to do, but that one was probably the funniest one we have oh, ever yeah. done in all two years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know it was how I he was feeding off. I was, I was feeding off. Yeah. Awesome. Oh my God! I've ne- I, I I thought I was going to crack a rib. <laughs> I was laughing so hard. <laughs> oh yeah, that was, you know, when he got on the roll, he just kept going and going. Yeah. you couldn't get a breath. <laughs> yeah. No, you couldn't. And you, <laughs> now, I mean, I know you weren't at the Masters Hall of Fame, but he did some physical comedy. On on this one gentleman, this good friend of mine, she on uh, Dana Abbott, that oh god had the room <laughs> rolling on the floor. Oh, it was everybody was on the floor. It was crazy funny, crazy funny. Oh, I, I think I think I, I mean I I can't say that I know this for sure, but just knowing how uh, my my good friend and my old instructor Jim Thomas uh, with, with how he holds the Hall of Fames and and He's had Master Ken at a couple of those, and, and I look for that to happen maybe at the Indy Show uh, or the Indy Hall of Fame or, you know, bringing him closer to here, which would be really cool to, to, to meet him face-to-face. Mm-hmm. He's a really nice guy. And, it, I mean, we, we, we actually talked a little bit after as he was Matt Page. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it was just – it was very cool. And it was He's so done some really cool short, short films. Um, he, he's done several, yeah. several short films. Matt, not Master Ken, but uh, oh, okay. I, I don't think <laughs> I've seen one yet that's completely a hundred percent serious. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> because I just, I, I just try to picture Matt with the mustache on. Yeah. <laughs> you get on, I start looking for something funny in it. But um, he's got several that are really, really good. Oh yeah, yeah he's. Yeah. Uh, I guess he's been doing that uh, the uh, uh, short film and uh, the series like that. And I, I believe he said, did he not say he was a second degree black belt? Yeah, something like I that. Think I think so. Yeah. And, and he's studying uh, BJJ. Yeah. 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 And, and um, you, yeah. Todd, that's actually Todd's school, right? Is it it's, Todd uh, or was it, is it Alan? What was that guy's name? Alan, I wasn't think, it? I, yeah, but I, I think Todd. I think Todd on 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 the show is actually his real name. Yeah, I've got um, I've got him mixed up. 
Yeah, but I don't think I, I don't think the guy on the, the owns the studio um, actually is on the show. I don't think yeah, unless he that's, made a guest that's appearance. Who does, that's who's been doing the skits with him. Oh. Oh, is it really? Okay. Yes, it's okay. at his school there in New Mexico. Yeah. That was that was that was a fun show. Oh my gosh! And you know what 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 else is funny is that without his mustache, you wouldn't be able to pick him out of a crowd. No, not no. Yeah, it's weird because that's it was what, like that's what I do. Like when I'm looking at like any of the, the films that he's been in, his short films that he's mm-hmm. been in, it's it's hard to see him, you know, as that person because I keep wanting to picture him with this, you know. Black mustache hanging underneath his nose. <laughs> yeah, and the scowl. He's the mustache yeah. and the scowl is what makes Master Ken. Because I was outside of the hotel during um, uh, the, uh, oh, was it, Ma- which event was it? Where he- <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. It was a Master's Hall of Fame. Or no, it was uh, Dragon Fest, I think, Bob. I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, where I went outside for a little bit, and then this guy walked by, and he's, like, looking at the hotel and just looking at the sights or whatever, and I passed him, and I stopped, and I went, is that Matt Page? And he just kept walking with his gym bag and, you know, went into the main main uh, uh, foyer there to go check in, and I'm like, is that Matt? So I turned around, and I followed him in, and but I couldn't see him anymore because his back was toward me because if it was him I would have like came up and said hey Matt Ken <laughs> how you doing Christina from, Christina from Black Talk Radio how are you <laughs> but I think it was I think it was Matt but and then I realized why wow, you wouldn't be able to pick him out of a crowd as Master Ken he'd, he'd just be like any other guy you yeah. know? <laughs> it's pretty funny so, All right. so Patrick I know you I know you've been quiet have you? Are you familiar with the Master Ken work? What do you think about his work on YouTube? I am. I am. You know, if you're going to, you know, if you're going to be a martial artist, uh, please don't try to be 100 percent serious all the dog on time. Right. Awesome. You mm-hmm. know. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I'm familiar with him. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. If there's if there's anything that that the Master Ken show or, or Enter the Dojo show does is it it allows us as as martial artists to not take ourselves so seriously. It's oh, because uh, it's bullshit. True. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's it's bullshit. All bullshit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know exactly, and it's like because you know the thing that makes it so funny, and I say this over and over, is that there are people like him, <laughs> and there yeah. are people like his students. I love people. Yeah. You know, I, like, did a, oh my God. I did a seminar. I did a seminar yesterday in, in Graham, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and and this has been going on for years. I do a seminar now. Uh, I'm a very, very, very in, intense instructor. I'm an intense teacher. I, I present very intensely because I want to get my message across. I've got a good message that I want to get across. And as long as we're working out for that two, three, four hours, whatever the seminar is calling for, it, you know, it's a given that when everything is done, you know, all the all the, the, the top cats get together and bring their students and we go find a restaurant, and we're people, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. We are just right. people, and what's funny is funny, and, you know, stories just come all out of the box, and we just have a good time. And I love that part mm-hmm. about it. You know, mm-hmm. you, you have to, you know, you, you can't be so serious about everything all the time. You yeah, know, that mm-hmm. just creates for, for a stuffy atmosphere. And, um, you know, any anybody that's, that knows me, that's met me, that's got to know me a little bit, knows that, you know, that's all I like to do is just, you know, I like to have fun. 
But when I'm teaching, you know, that's a little bit different story. But still, if I'm, yeah. if I'm coming across with a message that I'm maybe getting them to drift, you know, throw in a little humor, bam, I get their attention again. You know, mm-hmm. but with them, usually it ends up being, you know, uh, a big joke fest with me to get me started because they get me started and I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. True. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, it looks like we have another caller. It's one of our previous guest co-hosts. We've got Deb Evans on the line. Hey, Deb, how you doing? I'm doing good. Awesome. How's it going over there in your neck of the woods? Um. It's wet. It's wet. Uh-oh. Hey, we're in the northwest. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thanks for joining the party. I was going to actually um, just rattle off some numbers here. I'm going to rattle off uh, some of the episodes that garner over eight eight hundred listens. Because you know, for 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 a niche martial arts sh- for a niche show like this, and we call it a niche show because it is specifically about martial arts and, you know, related fitness, right? It's not like... Yeah, I mean, you actually you know, have to dig for it to find it on blog Exactly. Talk. You do, yeah. You know, you actually have to Google for it, dynamic dojo. You know, whereas, you know, if you go to blog talk radio, you know, one of the first things that pops up are things that have to, shows that have to do with MMA um, or um, MMA or politics, Right. So, you know, considering that, you know, our subject of martial arts is not so universal, getting over 800 listens is a big thing. Right. Um, For this this particular show, actually over 500 listens um, is a big thing, but that would be every show. But I'm just going to rattle off some of the shows that had garnered over 800 listens. So um, the first show that we did, the very first show that we did in 2012, that garnered uh, 1,116 listens. Um, The show with uh, Master Robert Parham got 976. Um, A forum show called Alternative Therapy and Athletes, how how, um, other types of um, uh, therapy other than just medical, um, like massage, acupuncture, chiropractic, and stuff like that, how it affects athletes as well as martial artists. That got 871 listens. Um, another 801. Let's see here. Um, the show, uh, the show with uh, Ja Amen Mobley, a Tai Chi instructor, that got 1,667 listens. Wow. <laughs> wow. <Man. laughs> okay. I know, right? And. Uh, uh, the show with uh, Hanshi Daniel Heck, that got 932. And uh, our show with Women in the Martial Arts, that got 1,534 listens. Um, right. Wow. Yeah. The the second of the Masters Hall of Fame nominees series, we had a uh, series of uh, five shows that interviewed some of the Masters Hall of Fame nominees for 2013. That got 1,046 listens. Part four of the Martial, Martial Arts Hall of Fame series got 821 listens. Um, the uh, show where we had uh, Master Daryl Vidal and Sifu Gurley Abad on, that was 866. Um, and then we had uh, a show that had Ron Sarchian on it um, and uh, also had Rant Raven Rap during the same show. That was 963 listens. The Masters Hall of Fame 2013 Highlights show was 951. 
uh, Stretching and Nutrition for the Martial Arts, 1,188. Um, Tradition, Protocol, and Etiquette, 822 listens. People better be listening to that. (laughs) Yeah, really. Right? I think I called it from that. Yeah, I think you did uh, about the importance of tradition and um, in the martial right. arts, um, what's another one here? I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. I'm, so then we went through a phase where we only got like, you know, under 300 listens. And now we're back up to, what was that? Does that, no, okay, that was 184. Where's another one? I'm scrolling. I'm still scrolling. We're still in that phase. <laughs> uh, uh, let's see here. There was, there was one that had, there was one that had eight, 900, and um, I'm trying to find it. I know yours, uh, Master McDaniels, had 900 and something, but let me double-check here. 969 listens for Patrick McDaniels' show. Yeah. (laughs) 969 listens. That's awesome, and I think that's it. Let me double-check here. Yep, that's it. So, yeah, you know, um, oh, wait. 821 was, yeah, okay, got it. So, yeah, you know. Now, tell us, Rosie, how many listens have we had over the past two years? Over the past two years total? Let me go back. Let me go back to the dashboard here. Let's see. Come on, dashboard. Let's go, dashboard. I know, like, I know definitely it's in the thousands, but. It's loading my dashboard. It's taking forever. But I know, uh, I know it's in the fifty, like fifty-five, fifty-six thousand range. Oh my God! <laughs> Let me look here. Wow, that's my that all- for overall for the whole two years. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Total listens fifty-nine thousand three hundred and thirty-four. Wow. There you go. Wow. Yeah, Woo. yeah, and sixteen thousand people visited our page. So, yeah, that's awesome. And let's see, as far as people that came on the air with us, um, live either listening, uh, live online, uh, was two thousand eight hundred and forty-three. Um, now, most of our listeners uh, contact. Uh, not contact us, but most of our listeners catch our show when it's archived. So they actually listen to it by uh, streaming it from their phones or on their computers or they download it. Um, And I don't remember if uh, these statistics tell me how many downloads uh, uh, that are – that are here. It used to, but now it doesn't. <laughs> See, so much for, so much for. There's, um, there's more technical difficulty. Yeah, right. Well, That's right. <laughs> you know, when, when Blog Talk Radio decided to uh, improve, air quotes, improve the 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 site, I, I don't think it worked very well. <laughs> well. <laughs> It's trying to load our stats, so it's it's taking forever, but we'll wait for that. So, right on. So, well, we didn't say it was going to be faster. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, let's talk to Deb for a sec. So, Deb, you know, the the show, I think you were you were a guest on a couple and I know you were a co-host yeah. on at least one, at least one you were uh-huh. a co-host. I mean, what you know, what did you think about co-hosting or being a guest on on the show? 
so far? I had fun. I mean, awesome. I, I, of course, I can make anything myself have fun at anything. No. But no, it was it was definitely fun, especially especially when you told me about what that that sanctioned fight between Sensei Margaret. And oh that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Yeah. That, some Asian dude that 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 uh, challenged her to the uh, like a tough man contest boxing match or whatever because he said uh, that men yeah. men pound for pound are better boxers than women or something like that. He said something like an untrained man. Like a, a a less less than trained man in boxing can beat a well trained woman in boxing. So she like stepped up to that challenge and Don't knocked you know. his ass out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I was there. I was like, oh, it was painful to watch. I'm like, oh God, don't, ow, ow, oh. No. <laughs> it was so. And, long. and then and then coming at her with your hands down. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Well, you know, that's, 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 that's for his ego. Yeah, that's see, for his ego. I, I, I've, well, since I, both you and I have sparred her. Not a good idea. You have to have your hands up when you're sparring Sensei Margaret. Now, for our listeners out there that have no idea who this is, this uh, uh, Margaret McGregor um, is a uh, black belt in uh, Butoku Kan Karate. She's also uh, a kickboxer and had fought in many sanctioned matches all throughout the Northwest. And um, I forget where else, but I know she was uh, she was ranked in the Northwest. Um, tough, tough as nails. Um, I'm surprised that she, you know, didn't go, you know, all the way pro, you know, you know, because um, you know back then she would have given back then, and I'm gonna say it out loud, back then. Margaret would have given Ronda Rousey a run for her money. And, oh, uh, ooh, ouch, yeah, ouch, yeah. Ouch, ouch. I didn't hear yeah. that. I didn't hear that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love I, I remember man. when I, they when they first had the first death. Man contest up here. Uh-huh. She had uh, she had entered and won the women's division. And they offered her then to go against the the winner of the men's division. She said, "I'm tough, not stupid." Right. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, and that was smart on her part because it's kind of like you know now when you're dealing with trained, you know, fighters, and it's, it's a, that's a different story. But you know, the, what she did to that poor guy was just—it was painful to watch because <laughs> he came in, he came in with his hands down and dancing around and stuff, and she just kind of threw her hands up like, "Really? Are you serious? Really?" And she wouldn't do anything unless he put his hands up. Right. You know, you know, and she just backed up and you know, put your hands up, man, put your hands up. And he's dancing around and just and I think he got one good hit in, just pow, and she just like turned and looked at him and went, "Okay, it's on." And she, <laughs> she poured it on and that was, and that was it. And he was out. That was it. And I was like, "This, I that's so unfair." But but yeah, she, you know. But anyway, back to the subject. It's a, you know, it's it's really great to have co-hosts such as you, Sensei Wayne, and you, Deb, and every every one of our co-hosts, you know, joining us because, like I said earlier, it, it adds a different feel to the show and adds a different sense of humor uh, to the show. Because I'm pretty sure the the listeners kind of get tired of me and Bob kind of like, you know, dissing on each you other. Think Bob is <laughs> Actually, I'm I think not it's pretty stale. funny. <laughs> He's not stale. He's fresh. No, 
<laughs> so, if it's just me and Bob, then the then the sense of humor goes one direction. <laughs> it usually gets to goes to the point of uh, goes to the point of almost irre- uh, ir- irreverent. Almost goes to the point of inappropriate. Almost inappropriate. Almost. But, but you know, for our listeners out there who are new to our show. I want to let the listeners know that although we all, you know, uh, like to have fun, uh, you know, and, you know, we love to have co-hosts on here that are just, like, fun. We we love to have right. co-host guests that love to have fun, let their hair down. Um, we can also be serious. And I want to talk a little bit about another show that comes to mind, and that's um, the show that we did called Tradition in the Martial Arts. Uh, in modern times, I think it was called, what did I call it? It was called uh, Tradition, Martial Arts Traditions in Modern Times. There we go. That's what it was called. That's it, and, yeah. Yeah, and we discussed the importance of what a lot of people might consider outdated and um, right. just, right. yeah, outdated. Yeah, remember that? The outdated traditions mm-hmm. during the modern times. And um, one of the main reasons why me and Robert did that show was because, you know, I uh, a friend of mine told me, of a uh, of something that happened at his own Aikido dojo. Um, this Aikido dojo rents out space to a small a small MMA group, and okay. uh, the the MMA guys would come in. You know, they would like step on the mat, but go around the edge, right? Because their idea, I guess, at the time, their idea of respect is go around the edge, don't go through the floor, but. You know, they would come on the floor with their shoes on. They get to the dressing room. They wouldn't leave it at the at the door, right? Um, and they wouldn't bow to come on to the come on or off the right. dojo floor. And um, one of the classmates, one of his classmates, was there at the dojo. He just got done with class and was like preparing the the area for the next day's class after the after the MMA guys were there. And he goes, you know, hey, you know, would you mind would you mind bowing when you come out come out on the floor? And the guy goes, "What? Why? You know, we oh, don't wow. do that in MMA." And uh and the the guy since he was a student, he didn't at the time feel like he had the place to correct him and say, "No, but you're in my teacher's Aikido dojo, and you will show it respect. So he just, he didn't feel like he was in the place to do that, so he just left it, right? He just left it the way it was, you know, some guy going, I don't have to bow and shit. That's pretty much what the right, attitude right. is, right? So, you know, I, I and I called up Bob, and I said, Bob, you know, what do you think? What do you think about a show about traditions in the martial arts from modern times? He was all for it. And we talked that whole two-hour, well, hour and a half, actually, about the the importance of tradition and why it's so important. So, you know, since we're on the subject, let's uh, let's start with Deb and uh, go down the line here and and, and kind of re revisit that subject for just a little bit, so that way our listeners can get can get another outlook on that. So, Deb, what what what's your take on you know traditions and the modern martial arts. I mean, do you feel it's important? Do you think it applies to just where you are? I mean, what's your take on it? Um, I think it's important because, you know, it, it keeps us in touch with the history mm-hmm. of, of you know, being, beings were a Japanese style, you know, they, they do bow 
in the in the Asian countries as right. a way to say hello, a sign of respect. I mean, it, 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 it's but it's important to remember that some of those traditions, you know, so that we know our histories. Right. And right. um that's 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 my take on it. I mean, we, I I always found it respectful to do so. Mhm. And mm-hmm. in fact, when I go to shake somebody's hand, they you bow. <laughs> yeah, always, bow. Yeah, always, yeah. Always. <laughs> yeah, always. I, it's, always. And, and, and and I'm not even aware I'm doing it. Yeah, I don't think any of us are. Me either. You know, as, uh-huh. until yeah. until they until they point it out, you know. <laughs> they, yeah. The guys the guys I ride bike with think it's so cute. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and they're like, every time you should meet somebody new and you shake their hand, you bow. I was like, it's, do I? It's a habit. Yeah, it's a habit. It yeah. is. It's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, and it's, uh, it's ingrained and, and it, it, you know, I feel it's important. Um, Grandmaster McDaniels, what's, uh, what's your opinion on the importance of the traditions in the modern times nowadays? Now, so we uh we we do have to have to keep in mind that modern times just kind of come upon us and we don't have any control over that. So right. know, we have to kind of modify our teaching and our, our attitudes and our personalities. However, mm-hmm. when we're talking martial arts, we're talking about a different lifestyle that we want people to intake. So yes, sir. I think it's important for those traditional for those traditional elements because when I'm teaching someone or someone is introduced to my system. I need to let them know immediately as an instructor, when you enter this dojo, this is a different world. Okay, now, mm-hmm. yes, you, if, if you enter to, to lose weight, fine. If that, was your, if that was your goal to lose weight, you're still going to learn how to survive. Mm-hmm. If your goal is to just, you know, just improve your health in general, you're still going to learn to survive. If you, mm-hmm. if you came in to learn to survive, then it's going to help you with your weight and just improve your health in general. But we mm-hmm. want you to understand and know that you have to respect this art well enough to take it serious enough to dedicate yourself to make sure that you are the best that you could be for whatever reason you want to come in there for. So when mm-hmm. you enter the dojo, whatever you had on the outside that may have stressed you, uh, that may may bother you, that uh, it may have had you frustrated, when you come to the dojo, you salute, and that reminds you I am in a different world now. Let me focus on mm-hmm. this. And let me get this thing taken care of. And the respect for one another is just phenomenal. You know, so it puts you in a different mind frame. So this is the life exactly. you're going to start take on now. Yes, sir. What about you, Sensei Wayne? What's your take? You know, to me, I mean, we're a traditional school, but, you know, we train a little bit more modern than, than you know, most traditional yeah. schools. But mm-hmm. that's our that's our roots, you know. All the martial arts, that's our roots, you know. Give respect, give props. It's like people saying us. Somebody, some people can wear it out, you know. Yeah. But it's 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 just a, a sign of respect, you know. Uh, a thank you or a please, you know. It, it show people that you're humble, you know. But but yet firm and strong, you know. Mm-hmm. Just because you bow. To someone, it, you know, as an introduction, it's not bowing down to them. Yeah, you know, it's just a, it's just a sign of respect. You know, hey, you know, I appreciate what you've done and where you've come from, and you know, but I just just as 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 uh, 
um, um, Jefferson was was um, oh crap. I forgot what she, what she had okay. said because I wanted to to point on that, but um, you have you have to you still you know you have to pay roots to your tradition regardless. My students want right. to know things like you know. Well, if we're going to do this, why do we have to do kata? Right. Well, because kata has a lot of a lot of good things in it. Well, like what? It's right. just blocking and touching and kicking. No, 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 no. So then we have to stop right. and go through a whole bunkai, you know, right. episode. And we understand, you know, and I tell them, you know, when we say we're paying uh, tribute to our heritage, that's what we're doing. We're doing our katas, you know, we're bowing, we're 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 showing respect, not mm-hmm. just to each other, but you know, to our ancestors, the ones that have have, you know, worked and fought and died to get to build their styles to what they are and spread mm-hmm. them throughout the world. You know, what's wrong with a little respect? You know, exactly. It's just missing. It's missing right. so much today in society. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's 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 terrible. I, I I hate to see it. I really do. Yeah. No. I yeah. I hear you. Being outspoken, I so you know sometimes you just can't help but to snatch a hold of somebody and, you know, just say, hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, show a little respect, you know. Yeah, you know, you, you know straighten up. <laughs> exactly. You know, because it's but, like, Yeah, you that's know, what I, so I stress much. to my students that, you know, tradition is very, very important. You know, mm-hmm. the, the you know, all the etiquette that comes with it, you know. If you're not doing it every day, that's fine. Learn it, know it, understand it. You know, when when someone comes around that you know you should be that way with, you know what to do. Present yourself in a in a uh, a lady and, and gentleman fashion, and you, you know bow, show your respects. You know, mm-hmm. um, the little handshake some of them have, where you you know put your your left hand over your the crook of your elbow, your arm, and and shake and bow into it. You know what I mean? God, I do that. And so everybody's got their little thing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I think it's important, too, in the sense that, you know, you I see too much, like, well, irreverence. Right. You know, like uh, like on YouTube, you know, the MMA fanboys, I'm going to call them fanboys because half of the people mm-hmm. that like troll on there that dissing on the traditional martial arts are are dudes or even women sometimes that probably have only trained in MMA less than six months. And now they think they're like you know, hot crap when maybe they're not, you know what I mean? They just think that I'm, I'm in MMA, therefore I am better than, and that, you know, blah, blah, blah. And it's just so, so much yeah. irreverence. Traditional is useless and kata isn't going to work. And well, they don't know because they don't do karate exactly. or traditional kung fu exactly. or whatever. They don't, so they don't see it. Well, we have about yeah, 10 minutes left on our show. Well, I yeah. got something to say first before we bring, bring this person on. Okay. Deb was talking, and mm-hmm. she said we were at times borderline uh, inappropriate. If we then she doesn't listen to all our shows because some of our shows are absolutely over the line inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> they were beyond appropriate. Wait for Robert. In my defense, there were several months where I wasn't doing much of anything. <laughs> because I was too high <laughs> from the meds for my arm. Oh, so oh. 
okay. Yeah. And the person you're about to bring on Rusty absolutely knows I can be irreverent and I can be inappropriate. <laughs> oh, there's no doubt in my mind so, either. Let's bring this person on before we run out of time. Yeah, let's bring on Michelle Manu. Michelle, oh, you knew it was me. Yes. <laughs> I, I looked at my contact list. <laughs> yes, this is like, Michelle Manu calling from the Lakers game. Oh, wow. Who's winning? <laughs> no, we're not doing so hot, but I thought oh. I'd take a time out and give you guys a call before the show ended. And you were absolutely inappropriate, but I love you both so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I actually just wanted to call in and celebrate both of you for just the, the magnitude of what you contribute to our community and the way that you do it, with, I mean, you're both just so opposite. <laughs> I, um, I think it's just um, a very great presentation of realism of what we deal with in our community, um, mm-hmm. MMA to the traditional, I mean, from one spectrum to the next. So thank mm-hmm. you for all that you do. And I'm very grateful oh. for both of you individually and both of you together because you are our power couple absolutely together. Aww. So thank you for all that you do. Aww. Thank you. Awesome. And since we had you on the line before you get back to the game, uh, we were talking about the importance of traditions in in modern, in the modern world. Uh, You know, in in this case, uh, old style martial arts traditions and modern modern times martial arts practice. And uh, before you go, what's uh, what would be your opinion on that? Do you feel it's important? Do you you know what the what you share with us? Well, I missed the earlier conversation, but I absolutely feel that it is extremely important, in my opinion. I mean, coming from learning an ancient art that's actually been kind of modified for today's fighter so that it can withstand um, an MMA fighter or someone that has training in multiple disciplines, um, I think it is very important to maintain our tradition. And there, I mean, there's so many tried and true things that we miss by rushing through our training these days. And I think that it's really important that we stay true to what our initial art um, and our founders and our grandmasters and everything that has um, essentially molded us. I don't know if the, the, the newer generation has an importance of of tradition and that's unfortunate you can't learn everything mm-hmm. through the internet <laughs> exactly and, and, I, and the stuff that you learn on the internet doesn't endure so it's really important to have these tried and true um tried out uh you know ways of learning things and the information that we have based on our art or whatever arts we're studying um, to help mold us to be for the longevity not just for the moment so you earn a black belt so what then you take off or is mm-hmm. it a lifestyle so, exactly. I don't know. I guess it's exactly. up to the individual student, you know. Yeah. But, you know, tr- tr- truly, Rusty, Mich- Mich- Michelle doesn't come from the old school because she's only 22. Oh, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> well, no, excuse oh, me. Um, my daughter will be 21 on Thanksgiving, so hardly 22, oh, but no. thank you very much, oh. Bob. <laughs> you, you know, you, you just ruined a perfectly good one <laughs> Should <laughs> I just say thank you? Is that what I should just say right now? I honestly just called in to say thank you both very much for what uh, you do. Thank, thank you. you. 
Thank you so much, Michelle. Of course. Awesome. It's always always a pleasure to have you on, and let's have you on again co-hosting. That'd be great. Oh, sure, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> Anytime. Yeah. You awesome. Well, thanks for taking my call, and bless you both. Thank you. you. Too. And here's great. to another amazing upcoming year for both of you. Woohoo! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll talk to you later. Okay. Have a great have night. Again. Say hello to Daryl. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sure. And Kobe. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Kobe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Talk exactly. to you later. All right. All righty. Bye bye. And that was Kumu Michelle Manu who teaches Lua, the ancient Hawaiian art of Lua. Well, we are out of time, <laughs> unfortunately. Wow, what a so, show, though. Oh, my God, this what was so fun. Show. This was so fun to have Grandmaster McDaniels with us and Sensei Wayne Riley and Deb Evans joining us for our second anniversary celebration. Woohoo! we had a party. <laughs> we did. Don't forget hey, Doug Wong and Michelle. Who was responsible oh. for the cake and ice cream? Oh, uh, did we take ice cream? Yeah. No one said it was cake ice cream. Yeah. That's, I just I just said it was BYOB. <laughs> 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 oh my God, that that's no problem. But we got East Coast, uh, uh, Central America, not Central America. Sorry, mid mid uh, Midwest. We've got uh, Northwest, Southwest. We've got almost the whole country covered. That's yeah. Right. That's right. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, it was so much fun. Thank you all. I for enjoyed you all. Us. Thank you so much for all the comments, all the support throughout the two years. We really appreciate it. Well thank you. Thanks to you guys. You guys do an awesome job. You have an awesome show. You guys rock. You really do. Thank you. And thanks to our listeners and our fans out there. Oh, my goodness, we couldn't have done it with any of our listeners and our fans for listening and supporting the show and supporting the the vision that me and Sifu Bob have have for the show, for the whole network. And uh, let's not forget that the network itself has more than just our martial arts show. We've got a, a Reiki show that deals with Reiki as a spiritual practice and um, as just a, a way of, uh, how should I put it, a way of, tuning in to yourself, that it's not just a hands-on healing type of thing, that it's a spiritual practice. Um, We also have the Kim radio show, um, which deals with with motivational subjects and yoga um, on there. So we've got the end. We've got opening... We've got openings for any of our uh, listeners and fans that would like their own radio show. If you want one, get a hold of me and Sifu Bob, and we will get you set up. We'll provide you with all the training that you need if you want to join the Seika Network. So with that said, in the 30 seconds that we have left, uh, Sifu Bob, who do we have on tentatively for next week? Well, I'm still trying to get a hold of him, but I'm going to try to bring on Art Camacho for next uh, Sunday. If not, we'll figure out something because next Sunday is our Sunday brunch show. Yes, we'll always find something cool to talk about for Sunday brunch if uh, we don't get Art Camacho on. So thank you again, Deb and Wayne and Grandmaster McDaniels for joining us. Have a great evening, everyone. We'll talk to everyone next time. Thank Thanks. you so much. See you guys. Thank you guys. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye now. Thank you. Bye, Bye everybody.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.